Okay, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay. You remember that tomorrow. Don't be asking me what to do. About what? <laughs> when I come on, when I got the John recording and well, expanding John recording. No, I don't expand it. We did do some we did. You said hey, no, this no. Time. We had expand. We had expanded the first time. Well, this time we uh we collapsed it. Oh. <clears throat> Why you hang up on me? Because we're getting feedback. Huh? We're getting feedback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what your plans for tomorrow with this new program? I have no idea. I guess we need to ask Manuel. But what is a what is the deal called? Who is a flucked out? The flucked out. Say it again. What is the deer call whose eyes are plucked out? Who knows what it's a call? No, his name is not who knows. That, that's that's red nose reindeer. Oh. That's Rudolph. Oh. But one who one whose eyes are plucked out, what is this name? I don't know. Yes, you do. You just said it. Who knows? No, you said you have no idea. Oh. No I. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I tell you, you're a smart lady. Yeah, after you tell me what I didn't see. Uh-huh. You gonna make you gonna make this into a hit. Whatever. So tomorrow you're going to be demonstrating to the National Federation for the Blind on how they can uh do a walkathon without uh-huh. actually going on the street. Without, without actually having to go outside to do it? If they choose. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some of them may be able to go outside. Uh, however, you t- you you have some techniques on, on what they can do to to walk, uh, to do a walkathon in their offices, in their homes, at school, or wherever they are. What are some of those techniques that you're going to show them? Well, one would be maybe walking in place. Another one would be uh, if they have any type of equipment such as a treadmill or a glider. Um, that would be another way. Um, and then if they're able to go outside and perhaps can't walk a track or something, and they have um, driveway they can walk up and down. That would be another way. How long does the driveway have to be? Uh, it doesn't have to be a certain length. It just just walk. How long? I said, um, just time yourself in the walk. How much time do I, do I have to use to well, be a participant? I say to participate uh, at least twenty to thirty minutes. What if I can't go but ten? Well, just do that, and you could always I, come I, back and do some more. Okay, so is there a minimum that I have to do? No, it's all about walking. Okay. Yeah, if it is, I don't know nothing about. But uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. I say if it is, I don't know anything about it. So. Um, now, 
what if a person only only has uh, a stepper uh, or an elevated place in his home or her home? Can they use that to participate? I don't see why they could. What can they do? Well, they could, as you said, if they got a doorway where they could step up in and step down, they could do that because it's all about moving. And that's what walking is, is moving. Um, uh-huh. And to participate in this walkathon, walkathon, due to the fact that it's virtual and the fact that uh, some of us is blind and not able to get out and walk in your neighborhood or walk a track uh, but not because they can't do it but it may not be so convenient you know if you got sidewalks that might be easier or if you got a street that might have curves like where I live at I don't have a curve and I can do it but um, it might be a little difficult for me you know um, to walk my neighborhood like that mm-hmm. or if it's like me, I don't have a problem walking in the neighborhood. I just have a problem with things that might be crawling around like a snake. <laughs> but mm-hmm. um, I think in participating in this walkathon, it's to me, it's all about moving. And like you said, that those are some things we could do. I even say, if you got a bike, a stationary bike, get on it and ride it. You're moving. You know, I've been trying to do that for for years. <laughs> and you ain't went nowhere yet. It's, it's still the same place. I've been trying to get to the supermarket. Mm-hmm. Over to my friend's house. And you ain't you hadn't been able, you ain't pedaling fast enough. That's the problem right there. You got to put some speed in it in order for you to leave that spot. But since it's a stationary, guess what? That means it's not gonna move. <laughs> nothing but it's not. nothing but the front tire, because afraid to tell you there's only one tire on that bike. And, well, I've been trying hard. And they need at least two more to go with or one more. Well, I've, I've, I've seen people in, in time past on one of them unicycles or whatever you call those things. Mm-hmm. It had one wheel on it. Yeah, but... That guy be moving around. But see, it got one wheel with a seat. And yours got handlebars. His don't have that. Well, he be moving. <laughs> yeah. Well, what, what, okay, what other um, things that you feel that a person can do that's um, participating in a virtual walkathon, especially for those who are blind? Well, like you were saying earlier, the steps, uh, if you have a stepper, uh, I, I don't know what the stepper that you have looks like, but I know you have a stepper. Now, I I don't have a stepper. I have a, I use my my uh, my ledge that goes into my home. It's about eight inches tall. Six to eight inches is high enough. Mm-hmm. And I, I can step up on that thing without stopping for 30 minutes. And that's a lot of walking, a lot of calories, because you have to step up and bring the whole body up. And that works those legs and, and that body. Yeah. And it burns a lot of calories and carbohydrates. What question? I don't walk and I want to participate in this. So, what do you suggest that I I be able to do in order to be a partake a participant of the walkathon? It it depends on your abilities. Uh, if you're able to walk uh, and able to uh, 
to negotiate your neighborhood, you can walk in your neighborhood, or you can go to a track and walk. And you don't have to have to walk all day or a long ways. Uh, most tracks are quarter mile around the track. So four times around the track is one mile. So if, if you can only do a quarter, that's a start. We, we take baby steps and then we move on. We press toward the mark. We start off uh, slow and we end up with the pace that satisfies us. So walking is always good. And sometimes when you start off walking, after a while, you will be running. Well, let me ask you this question. You know, I'm, I'm a little stiff because I have arthritis. Is it good for me to stretch before I try to walk? And, you know, because sometimes the hip might be hurting or that knee might be hurting. So what do you suggest with that? Yeah, I think stretching is always in the mix. It's always good to stretch. And uh, if you're going to be on a treadmill, a bicycle, or if you're walking, start off slow first. Start off with a slow pace, then ease it up. And pretty soon you'll be up to where you want to be without hurting. Oh, okay. If you start <laughs> off too, if you start off too fast, you can hurt yourself. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, if you're going to a gym, you got all kind of things at the gym that you can use. You can swim. <laughs> if you're not afraid of water. What? Uh, but but if they saying walk, should I just walk? Wait, man. Now, now you know. You know that I am a preacher, <laughs> and you know that I know that Jesus walked on water. Yeah, but but you saying swim? I can't walk on water. Well, people walk on water all the time. Yeah, they tread in, they, they they tread water. They walk in okay. place. Okay. Uh huh. Then think about it like that. Yeah, you, when you walk in place, you are burning calories. And you're making the body move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You're putting some fluid in those joints, making the body fit. Now, like I said, in the gym, you have lots of equipment that you can use for cardio uh, to take the, place, take the place of walking. They have the treadmills, they have, they have the elliptical machine, they have the, they have the steps, they have uh, the recumbent bikes and the stationary bikes. They have it all. So if you if you have opportunity to go to a gym, uh, if you can't walk by yourself, there's always help in the gym. They have lots of trainers. For me, you ask me about me, I work out here at home now. I do have a Planet Fitness gym membership, but I rarely use it. Uh, but it's there when I want to go. It's only ten dollars a month, so it's not a lot, of, lot of, not a lot of money. And uh, for the, for the cardio here, I have, uh, like I said, the entry to my to my house. It's about six to eight inches. I can't remember how tall it is. And I have my, I do have a a a stepper that's hydraulic. And it's a killer. I can't go very long on it. But I do have a, uh, a, a recumbent bike and a stationary bike. 
I have a treadmill and a and a uh, and a, and a, and a we'll go machine. back to that step row. Uh, why you <clears> use <throat> that one is because it's it, it make you work harder. I use it, but I can't use it for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, by five minutes is what my my time limit. I can go longer, but man, when I'm done with that doggone thing, I'm ready to go lay down. Oh, okay. But but it, it works. I mean, you can feel it in those calves. It makes those calves stand up like we the people. <laughs> well then they should be getting fit to run. Yeah. That thing is off. It's, it's hydraulic and uh, it really goes deep into the uh, into the muscle <laughs> of the uh, of cat. Of the mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, if, if a woman had, a oh man, had, had small uh, legs, mm-hmm. this machine would, be, would build the legs up. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that so, that stepper is basically for the legs only, force. It's legs and cardio. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Leg, legs, heart, and lungs. Okay. It does not. It, it does no good to have big, beautiful legs and dead lungs mm. and heart. Cause you got, if you if you if you got bad heart and bad lungs. Those big, pretty legs won't be able to walk too far. <laughs> well, let me ask you something about... We talked about stretching before you start walking. What about deep breathing? Um, is that good, too, to, uh, before you start any exercise to maybe take some deep, bre- deep breath uh, to help? I, I, I think uh, if, if you want to use that uh, for training, I think that's good. Uh, I don't do that because uh, when I when I train, I start breathing deep anyway. Oh, okay. <clears throat> I you know it could be because I'm old, but I I breathe hard when I start working out. Hmm. I do. So, but but it, but it builds those lungs in the heart. So I don't mind breathing hard for a little while. It helps with. Uh, a lot of things, you know, helps with uh, giving giving yourself a a better quality of life. It, you know, it will it will not increase the length of life. That's set already. It is, it is appointed once for men to die, and then the judgment. I mean, what I'm saying is this: we all have an appointment with death. We can't change that date, but we can live better until we get there. It helps with. With your heart, your lung, your blood pressure, your diabetes, and, and I also believe this, uh, Brenda. I, I know, I know that you you are aligned with cancer uh, research and stuff like that, and you have people who uh, have had cancer. But but uh, I also believe, in conjunction with that, that working out really helps with the immune system and fighting off uh, uh you know those free radicals and and th- those cancers that attack the body i believe working out will help with that i have no scientific uh backup for that but i'm sure that there's some well we know the more we sit the more we're going to want to sit because the more you do nothing the tighter you feel 
so we do know if you get up and move that do help the blood to flow through the body like it's supposed to and um, Mm -hmm. you're right because that means you're getting oxygen throughout the body because you're moving you're moving Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you're burning fat and and cancer loves to dwell in fat cells yeah not saying that um, it don't happen to people that are small but like you said it have a better chance to live in those who have a lot of fat on the body so Uh if we move um not only feeling better you know like you said we can't we we can't stop a thing from happening but we help enhance our health that we yeah and and something something you can retire or -hmm. slow down diabetes if you don't treat it if you don't manage it it will rule your life but if you manage it you can slow it down and some folks have even stopped it where they don't need any kind of medication they, they just control it and manage it by di- diet, uh, nutrition, mm-hmm. and exercise. So it's, it's a better quality of life. Yeah. Especially as, as, as you age. Now my question uh, concerning this session what will be the outcome of this session that we're having well, tonight? I hope, uh, I'm sorry. I hope that um, those who are thinking about, you know, exercising that, uh, or say, you know, they want somebody to exercise with, hopefully, hopefully that they could turn to this podcast, you know, when we start our routine, and then they'll have something to help motivate them. So, I'm hoping that that's what some, you know, some of our listeners would do, perhaps. What, what, what if they're old? If you can move, you're never too old. You don't have to run a, a 10K, which is five miles, but if you can get up and move, that's all um, true. Um, if someone want to participate and they say, well, I can't do no walking because I'm old or whatever, they can also stand beside the chair and walk in place. And then if not, they can sit down and at least march, you know, with the feet up and down because it's something that you can always do. As long as you're moving. Yeah, I, I was thinking about a person in a wheelchair <clears throat> and even if they cannot control the, the their feet and legs if they can control their arm if, if their arm can be used to control the mm-hmm. wheelchair they can exercise the upper body using the wheelchair so instead of just sitting in, in that one spot that someone comes along to push push us around, push us around in the wheelchair we can get moving on our own you know I, that was, that was a, a girl <clears throat> a lady at our church and she lives oh I guess about two miles I'm, 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 I'm guessing from Walmart she gets in that wheelchair and drive that thing to Walmart <laughs> hey 
If you want to go, and, if you want to go, huh? she got wheels. They'll move. She'll move. <laughs> yeah, and, and one day the, uh, somebody called called mm-hmm. the uh, police on her, and they and they gave oh, her okay. escort home. They have blue light and siren. <laughs> yeah, and she had to run up the highway. Ain't that something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, um, you know, I hope this walkathon be um, a blessing to many that join it and also listening to our podcast when we do various exercise that this will motivate them to want to get up and move. I feel that uh, for everybody that's participating, for anybody that get up and move, it's a winner. Uh, so, so what is the purpose of this walkathon and and who who uh, is sponsoring this 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 this, uh, this walkathon? And well, what's this in it for me? It's being sponsored by the National Federation of the Blind of Alabama. We are the, the sponsor of this um, walkathon, and what's in it for you is to uh, come on out and enjoy the um, the walk. Learn something. Learn more about the National Federation of the Blind, which is great information. And then this walkathon gonna motivate you to get up and move. I understand that, but I, when I was a young man, we used to run those marathons mm-hmm. in California. <laughs> you know, the five Ks and the ten Ks, and you know they give you at least they give well, you a ribbon. That that's a medal too. Um, this walkathon is going to take place on the 16th and the 17th uh, this month. And on the 24th, we're going to come back together, tally up uh, the number of steps that are the mile that one have walked. And that person who have walked the most, they will get a... They will get a... <laughs> A ribbon, a door. It's a door. It's something. A gift card or something. One of the two. I can't remember just what it is, but it is something in there for the winner. I don't get the money. Just depend on how many miles you walk. We don't know. <laughs> Come out and see. Participate. Come on. I mean, is there monetary prize? prize? If I'm not mistaken. So come on out and join us. Now, you're talking about this marathon, walkathon. Who, who are you? Well, I'm one of the presidents of the Tuscaloosa Southwest chapter, and I'm an affiliate of Alabama. There are seven chapters uh, in the state of Alabama, and I am the president of one of the chapters. Yes. You're the president? And you can't get me a prize if I walk in this walk in I will get you a prize. I will make sure I have you a red ribbon. <laughs> no, ma'am. I want I want the monetary prize. I want I the top make prize. Sure you get a red ribbon. <laughs> Is that the high ribbon or the uh, uh, blue ribbon? I don't the know which one, but whatever one you get, it's gonna be the highest that you get. Cause see, uh, let me ask you a question. Are you a member of the uh, okay. National Federation of the Blind? You're my president. <laughs> you don't know who I, I am? I don't know who you are. I think you're over there with the at-large chapter. So, at-large. The large chapter? <laughs> yeah. 
the Lord Shepherd. They need to be walking out. Be walking. <laughs> you join. You join the. Yeah. Lord, the Lord Shepherd. Oh, that mean you are. That that mean they are at large at heart. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. But um, it's been fun hanging out with you, and um, I'm looking forward to us putting this podcast together so that Minimo can join us on the walk. I have my um, shoes ready for this walk. And that's another thing. I feel when you're walking, make sure you have on some comfortable shoes. And uh, if you got on, if you got some gym shoes, that will really work. And if not, uh, a good pair of shoes to walk in. What are you using to to count your steps and to report your steps to well, the it's whatever device you might have. If you have a, a cell phone, they have the app where you can download your steps. Um, uh, if you have a pedometer, you can keep up with it like that. And at the end of each day, at 7 p.m., um, you can send your steps in or your mouth in to the person that had been appointed, appointed. I don't have all that in detail just yet. Or you could, um, uh, if you don't have that and you don't have any of those devices, maybe somebody can um, tell you. I get. I, I'm not sure about if you don't have anything and if you walk for 30 minutes, how that would calculate up to steps or either miles. Do you have an idea? Okay, so. You know, the, the same thing that you just said, uh, uh, the pedometers and the smart watches, and, and in particular, the Apple Watch. Will yeah. the phone do the same thing? The, I, I know the iPhone will because I do have that, or either some people might have a, is it a PicMed or whatever you call it? Fitbit, I'm sorry, Fitbit, 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 that's what it is. Um, I think the Fitbit do the same thing. I'm not sure. And where, where, where would a person look for that in the app? Oh, uh, you can go up under your health app, and that if, if you go up under your health app, app, that will download your steps, miles. They have a lot of stuff in there that, that you could uh, do. I can't remember everything, but I because I usually just keep up with my steps. Okay, that's good. And can you uh, let us know what's going to happen tomorrow at 1 p.m. On concerning tomorrow? the walkathon, please? And can you invite uh, the listeners? To well, tomorrow, um, the National Federation of the Blind President, Barbara Manuel, or the affiliate, she would be out along with myself, Brenda Houston, under the training of you, Percy Garrett. And we will be putting together um, different types of uh, ways we can do steps and whatever and for those who have uh, an iPhone or a smart uh, any type of smartphones we're going to share it with them so um, that's what we'll be doing tomorrow that is the plan and if anyone that's listening that wants to be a part of this Perhaps you, you may want to be in the walkathon, or you might want to help sponsor someone. That's a good thing to do. Uh, 
maybe you want to be uh, on with us tomorrow as we discuss this. If you do, just uh, voicemail me through the Anchor Podcast app, or you can email me at percygarrett at sw.rr.com. And Brenda Houston is our guest, and Brenda, if they want to contact sure. you, is that they can um, email me or they can phone me. They can email me at houston.brenda235 at gmail.com or they can call me at 205-377-2472. And if they wanted to uh, <clears throat> contact the National Federation, Federation for the Blind or if they want to join for some, for any other reason that they wanted to contact them, uh, they can email, how would they do that? Uh, President Manuel at, at nfbal.president at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. All right, thank you, Brenda Houston, president of the Tuscaloosa West. Southwest chapter. That may it may be Southwest, but Thank I give you the you so whole much. West Coast of Alabama. It was it was nice hanging out with you. Yeah. Thank you, ma'am, and God bless you and keep Same you. Same to you. Good night. Good night. This is Bible Talk with Percy Garrett, and that was the president of the Tuscaloosa Southwest chapter of the NFB in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. And she was discussing with us the, the upcoming walkathon uh, for this month. And you are invited. I'm going to go ahead and say good night to you all. I want to say, my, I want to say to you, it has been my pleasure. You made my night. May God bless you and keep you and give you his everlasting grace and peace. And all of God's people said, Amen.